0: Welcome to episode one of the Avery After Dark podcast. I'm your host, Avery Ross, and I am so happy to be here with you. I have gotten tons of requests for this podcast, and I'm very flattered and excited to be able to bring this to you all. Much like you, I love listening to podcasts. Starting a couple years ago, Turning on a podcast was like the start of my wind-down routine at night. I would get myself all comfortable in bed, in my PJs, turn on a good episode, and just kind of drift into someone else's story. I also love listening to podcasts while I'm driving, whether it's on the way to work or a road trip, and I really hope that this becomes your new favorite escape when you need it. There's so many of you cool people out there listening that like spooky, mysterious, scary stories as much as I do, and that genuinely really makes me happy. I'm going to continue to bring you spooky stories, stories that just kind of make you think, what? And I think you're really going to enjoy today's story. So kick back, relax, and listen. And let me tell you a story. This is called My Friend Mary. Since my parents' divorce, my mom struggled to support us. My dad ran off and started another family and is dodgy with his child support payments. He's dodgy at even returning my phone calls, to be honest. My mom does sales for a big company, but has to turn down some work trips because she has to stay with me. I'm 15, and she doesn't like to leave me alone for long. So once summer came, my mom suggested I go and stay at my grandma's for a month. This would give her a chance to travel and work and save up some money for us. I loved my grandma, and her health had been declining in the past couple months, so I thought this would give me a great opportunity to spend time with her while I still had the chance. My grandpa passed a few years back, and I'm sure she was lonely. I could help take care of her, spend time with her, all while giving my mom the chance to catch her breath. I would miss my mom, but a month is very doable. My grandma lived about an hour away from us. We lived in the city, and she lived in a small, rural town called Lockville and not much goes on there. The town once had a big car factory, but it shut down years ago, and slowly but surely, people moved on and left. The way life goes, I suppose. Mom and I loaded up my suitcase and backpack and drove out to Grandma's. On the way, we talked, and I told her how much I loved her and how sorry I was that Dad had left us like this. Mom told me not to worry and said that everything would be okay. Hugh and Grandma are going to have so much fun, she said. We pulled into town and turned on her left-hand blinker into my Grandma's street. There were only two other houses on the old road leading up to her house. It's a pretty remote area, a ghost town, if you will. But as we drove up, I turned and noticed a girl sitting on the front steps of her porch. She looked my age, pretty, hair tied in a braid over her shoulder. We locked eyes, and she smiled and waved. I turned to my mom, her focus directed on the home she grew up in. We pulled up to Grandma's, and as usual, she bolted out the door in excitement. I'm so happy you're here, she said as she wrapped her arms around me. Her hug was comforting and warm. Me too, Grandma. I've missed you. I got my bags out of the car, and Mom, Grandma, and I went inside to talk for a bit before Mom headed back home. She had a work trip scheduled the next day and needed a good night's sleep. It was so good to see Grandma. I told her all about high school, and we made dinner and watched old movies. I then made my way to her guest bedroom and hit the hay. It was a great first night. Morning came, and Grandma had made us breakfast. We drank coffee and ate pancakes and chatted. I then told her I was going to go on a little jog around town. Yeah, there's not much to see, but I loved getting outside and exploring. I only got to jog around the city at home, so I thought it'd be cool to check out the town. I made my way out the door and down the street. As I passed her house again, I noticed that same girl I saw the day before. She was sitting on the front porch steps again. I waved at her. She waved back. Hi, she said, as I got closer. Hey, I'm Jill. I'm staying down the road at my grandma's for the next month. It's nice to see someone my age here. This town is dead. As the words left my mouth... Her once-pleasant smile shifted into a slight frown. Ugh, I guess I struck a chord. Maybe I'd be touchy, too, if I had to live here. So, what's your name? I said in an effort to make up for my rude comment. Mary, she said. Her tone and demeanor was mysterious. The kind of person you wanted to get to know more. Hi, Mary. How long have you lived here? On this street, I mean. Mary paused for a moment. She then said, A long time. I said, Oh, well, I'm here for a month. I'd love to hang out and do something one day. Let me know. I'm going to be spending a lot of time with my grandma, but I'd love a friend while I'm here. Mary quickly looked down. I wasn't sure what kind of response that was. Well, anyways, I'm going to finish my jog. I'll see you later, I said. As I turned to continue walking, I felt Mary's eyes on the back of my neck. I didn't need to turn and look. I knew she was staring at me. And I was surprised. I would think that she would be excited to make a friend. As I jogged around town, I thought about our interaction. I also noted that I didn't see anyone else our age. Then I started to feel bad for Mary. Living in the city wasn't always the easiest, but to be stuck out here? I also remembered as we talked, I noticed there wasn't much going on inside of her house. No other siblings or family around. It just looked kind of empty and sad. As I walked past her house on the way back, Mary wasn't on the front porch as she had been before. But as I got closer, I saw her. She was standing in the window on the second story, staring at me. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. As we did before, I waved and she waved back. Kind of weird, I thought. But I brushed it off and went back to Grandma's for another day of fun with her. The next morning came and again, Grandma and I enjoyed coffee and conversation, This time she made the most delicious fluffy waffles. I could tell that she was so happy to have me there, and I was really happy to be there. But my interaction with Mary from the day before had bothered me, and I woke up determined to get her to open up. I got ready for another jog and walked down the street, but to my disappointment, Mary wasn't there. I stopped and looked at the porch and then check to see if she was up in that window. But I didn't see her. I didn't see anything, actually. The whole house was dark. Shoot, I thought. I turned and started to jog back down the road. I got about four steps, when suddenly from behind me I heard, Hi, Jill. I whip around to find Mary is standing right there, ten feet from me. She stood at the edge of her lawn, Oh my gosh, Mary, you scared me. How did I miss her, I wondered. Mary smiled. Oh, I'm sorry, Jill, I didn't mean to. Were you looking for me? You know, I was. I wanted to see if maybe you wanted to go on a walk with me, I asked. Mary shifted. Uh, no. I mean, I can't. I'm sorry, Mary said. Not a big runner, huh? I just love to get out of the house and explore, you know, I said. I kind of have to stay around here. Would you like to sit with me for a bit, or do you have to go, she asked. No, I'd love to sit and chat for a bit. So that's what we did. Mary and I sat on our front porch and talked. Well, mostly I talked. I noticed she would get quiet when I asked her things about herself. All I got out of her was that she was an only child like me. It sounds strange, but I felt we were kindred spirits in a way. She laughed as I told her funny things from my past year in high school. I told her about why I was staying at my grandma's and about what happened with my dad. She didn't judge anything. She just listened intently. Her eyes lit up, and she seemed to be thoroughly enjoyed with my silly teenage woes. I asked her about her house, and she took me around back to show me more. As we walked back there, in the way back corner were three gravestones. The weeds were grown up so much you couldn't even see the names. Whoa, creepy. What's the deal with the graveyard? I asked as I pointed at the headstones. Mary paused and said, yeah. Those have been here for a while. Do you know the people buried? I asked. Yeah, family, she said, while keeping her eyes locked on the headstones. We continued to talk and walk around her house until I realized the time and told her I need to get back to my grandma's. I lost track of time. I noticed it had been an hour. You're more than welcome to come over tonight. We're going to make dinner and probably watch another old movie, I said. I genuinely wanted her to come. I enjoyed talking to her and knew my grandma would be happy to have a guest. Mary looked down again. I can't, she said matter-of-factly. Oh, okay, well, we can do this tomorrow if you want, I said. Mary then looked at me, and the way she did, I'll never forget. She said, Thank you so much, Jill. I can't tell you how long it's been since I had a nice conversation with a friend. My heart ached as the words left her mouth. Oh, please, Mary, I'm glad I met you. I'm just glad we were able to hang out while I'm here. I turned and began walking back down the sidewalk towards Grandma's. I looked back at her and said, Same time tomorrow? We can continue our conversation. And Mary just looked at me and smiled. She didn't say yes, and she didn't say no. She just looked at me. I joked, okay, it's a date, and laughed, and I noticed she laughed too. I smiled once more at her and then turned and made my way back up the road. As I walked in her front door, I was greeted by my grandma's sweet voice. How was your jog, honey? She asked as she folded some laundry neatly on her table. I actually didn't end up going, I said as I laughed. I ended up sitting and talking to your neighbor. That girl in the house down the street that's my age? Mary? Do you know her? My grandma's face went white. And I watched as she dropped the towel she was folding. Mary? She asked shakily. Uh, yeah. The girl that lives in that house with the wraparound porch. Nice girl, wears her hair in a braid. I'm sure you know her. My grandma paused, and what she said next gives me chills to this day. I did know her, sweetie. Did? I thought, past tense? Mary died eight years ago. All of a sudden, the room felt like it was on a tilt. My heart began to thump into my stomach and into my throat. What? No. No, Mary, the girl I was talking to. I was talking to her. My grandma said, Mary Jennings was 15 years old, a really sweet girl. Her mom and dad were really nice people. They had lived in that house for a few years when one night, their house caught fire, and Mary and both of her parents died. They investigated it and said there must have been an electrical fire. It was a tragedy. Fire? What fire? Her house doesn't look burned down, I ask. That's because they tried to fix it back up a few years later. I think they had hoped someone would buy it, but it's a small town and everyone knew the Jennings. All of our hearts broke for them, and that house has has sat empty for years. I took all the information in and tried to process it as quickly as I could. So you're telling me that the girl I was talking to The girl I've sat with for an hour was a ghost. It seemed that way, sweetie, she said. There's a lot of things that happen in this life that we can't explain. I needed more information. The next day, I went to the town library to look for records on Mary and her family, the fire, anything I could find. Three cups of coffee... In an hour and a half into digging, I found a news article from years ago. It read, Lockville family of three were victims of electrical fire. In the article, just as my grandma said, was the story of what happened that night. Mary and her parents were asleep when it happened and had no idea. Police believe the fire broke out around 3 a.m. My breath caught in my throat as I looked below the article to find a photo of Mary with her parents. She looked just as she was when I met her. I winced when I thought of what Mary went through that night. That combined with the confusion that I had spent the afternoon talking to a ghost, I didn't know what to make of it. I was shocked. As I was leaving, I noticed an older librarian sitting at the front desk. I walked up to her and asked her if if she knew anything about the Jennings fire. Hi, ma'am. My name is Jill. I'm staying at my grandma's over on the other side of town for a bit this summer, I told her. Hi, Jill. That's great. Came to do some reading during your stay, she asked. Yeah, actually, and I wanted to ask you about someone. She used to be a resident here, Mary Jennings. As soon as my, the words left my mouth, her face shifted into sadness. Oh, Mary. Lovely girl. It's devastating what happened to that family, she said. It is. Did you know her? I asked. Everyone knew Mary. She was the kind of girl who made a friend wherever she went. It didn't matter who you were, she'd want to get to know you. She had a lot of f- friends here at the high school. She was a cheerleader and never even had a boyfriend. They were cute together. As she told me more about her, it clicked. It made sense why Mary wanted to make a friend. I continued to get to know her through the librarian, hanging on every word she said. During the rest of my trip at my grandma's that summer, I walked past her house almost every day, eager and equally scared to see her again. But I never did. I never saw Mary again. I understood the look Mary gave me when I left that day. Her eyes told me everything I needed to know. I got why she couldn't go on a walk with me. Why she wouldn't answer many questions about herself. And I also understood what she meant when she told me she hadn't had a conversation with a friend in a while. She hadn't. Throughout the years, I've researched more about ghosts and spirits and learned that souls can get attached to places where traumatic things happen to them. And Mary was attached to that house. I was glad I met Mary that summer. And I hope that our time... Spent laughing and giggling on her front porch, gave her the peace that she deserved. I am now 36 years old. My grandma passed a few years after that fateful summer. Both her house and Mary's were purchased by a developer, and they tore down both of their houses. Next to a photo of my grandma and my mom, I have a framed picture of Mary. I got it from one of those newspapers after the fire. And in her photo, she's just as lovely as she was that summer. Mysterious in every way. Mary, wherever you are, I hope we meet again one day. Then we can finally continue our conversation. And hey, maybe we can take that walk. My friend Mary is a story that I actually wrote and I really hope you all enjoyed it. As always, make sure you're following Avery After Dark on TikTok and on YouTube. Tell your friends and share with others. I really, really appreciate the support from you all. I am excited to continue creating and bringing stories to you. I'll see you next episode.